0: Hi everybody, a new episode of the Phoenix MMA podcast. This is a late night episode. It's coming out uh, Sunday night. They're recording it Sunday night late, but no better time than uh, the beginning of a new week. So get some stuff out. Going to do something cool with the podcast. Some new, I got some cool new ideas. Going to do some fight breakdowns, um, UFC fight breakdowns, um, some jiu-jitsu match breakdowns like world championships, Abu Dhabi, pro matches, stuff like that kind of breakdowns in the future. And, um... It's gonna be a, a one part, a one piece part of a new. It'll be a series on the podcast with this one. So, uh, be some, got some new cool ideas, and um, so yeah. If you ever got any questions, anything like that, uh, feel free. Facebook, Instagram, uh, or email. Any ideas? You got any questions? Again, we could also do a straight up just technical. We'll do a Q and A um, at some point. So, um, thanks to all the subscribers of the podcast. Um, we are gonna do some. Premium content in the future, maybe technical videos or you know something, or maybe do, we'll do a q and a episode um with all subscribers can uh submit their uh questions in, and I'll do a q and a but um Something cool But uh, yeah thanks Appreciate it um, This new episode It's going to be a Part of a series And it might not be You know Episode by episode Straight on this um, Because it, it is going to be In reference to a book Going to be uh, Reading um, It's one of my favorite authors His name is Robert Green uh, The book's called Mastery by Robert Greene. Um, again, it's a, it's a he's author Forty Eight Laws of Power. It's one of my favorite books. Um, Thirty Three Strategies of War, Art of Seduction. Uh, he has a lot of really good books. Um, like his writing style, uh, but gonna go on this. Cause there's this is gonna be multiple episodes because it'll. It's Again, this is just going to be the introduction to it, and this is just if you don't have the time to read the book, Mastery, um, how it can help you out, and uh, and I'm also going to kind of translate the book as I read it into Jiu-Jitsu terms, so ways that this can help your idea is this, is I'm going to try to read it, digest it, and as a Jiu-Jitsu instructor, try to um, uh, serve it to everybody listening to the podcast in a way that can help your Jiu-Jitsu game, um, and uh yeah yeah that's that's my thought process on it but again gonna got some other cool ideas gonna do some fight breakdowns like definitely gonna do the habib Nurmagomedov versus conor mcgregor that'll be a big one um so that'll be a really fun episode to do because there's a lot to break down on that technical wise and just kind of the the mental warfare side and a lot of the, the history too so I really like to dive deep into, um, one of the reasons why I like martial arts is it's it's much deeper than people think, um, you know, the the news, stuff like that, you only get little bits, and then as you do it for 10 or 15, 20 years, you'll see deeper into the technical side of it and um, and things, so uh, kind of, that'll be a really fun episode, but as that fight gets closer, I'll do an episode on that and uh, do more things, so um, this one, yeah, just gonna go over the, um, the introduction, really, to start out with uh, math. And again, it might not just be episode by episode. Uh, There will be other things that will come up in the gym as training is going on. So um, we'll kind of bring that up. But really just going to go over the introduction of the book first, Mastery. So there's another book I'd really recommend if you want to get this and kind of read along with it. It's going to help you out with other things. Uh, Robert Greene, again, 48 Laws of Power, 33 Strategies of War, Art of Seduction. And another book that I really highly recommend, uh, those three I've read. Um, Mastery, again, I, I think I've read about halfway through it um, years ago, and then I stopped. Um, uh, it happens. Uh, but another one is uh, um, Talent is Overrated. is another really good book to read. So again... Um, these these books, um, they're gonna help your jujitsu game. They're gonna help you learn jujitsu faster. They're gonna help you understand faster. And uh, just like martial arts in general, will help you with other things in your life. Um, you know, your professional life especially. It will help you. And uh, there's a lot of myths that are dispelled. And um, you know, a lot of myths and people don't. It's not even their fault. Lots of times they just threw – you know, they they run into uh, hard circumstances in life or pitfalls or failures, or, you know, they had bad parenting or they had bad coaching where people just tell them, you know, it's, uh, genetics or you're just not lucky or something like that. Um, which they, they get a whole lot of these false things that are, that are just passed along. So, um, yeah, so just gonna, yeah. These these books are good things on that, and again, it's it's not just me. This is uh, this is a study of uh, really re- people way smarter than me. But just I'm gonna um, read it, kind of digest it, and then put it through a jujitsu lens. Um, so starting out with it, the you know the 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 reason why I picked this book is with mastery. Is if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably trying to up your jujitsu game or your MMA game, your martial arts game. You're trying to. The whole point of this is I want it to be where. It, if you listen to this podcast, you're going to get better at jujitsu faster. Um, it's, you know, immersion is really one of the best tools that you can do. Um, you know, in anything, uh, a language. You know, um, for me to learn Portuguese, moving to Brazil was one of the best things ever. It would have been so hard just reading in a book. Um, and jujitsu um, is very much a martial arts. Any martial arts you're doing, Muay Thai, wrestling, anything like that, um, immersion, competition, studying, reading, um, listening to podcast. Listening to world champions or national Um, champions—it's something I did at a very young age. I just—I was just obsessed with it. I just loved it, and I didn't—you know—politics and stuff. I still enjoy politics; they just frustrate me uh lots of times sometimes entertaining but you know they can be frustrating so um just something else and uh and it will benefit you um you will you will learn a lot by uh immersing yourself so um with mastery again um i like it because robert green breaks down uh different levels and he he does a really good job at breaking down categories so again i'm going to give all respect to robert green just going to put this through a jujitsu lens so he starts out Um, just in, in the introduction, he's just kind of just like, you know, there's different levels that you're going to go through. Um, the first step that he mentions is apprenticeship and everybody can, you know, think about being an apprentice. Um, and then you're, then the second is, uh, what he calls creative active. And the third is mastery, um, So you're going to go through these phases. You know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu has a belt system: white, blue, purple, brown, black. Um, So it's there. Kind of is an easy level there, and but even black belts will tell you that their 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 level of knowledge is going to keep keep on growing, keep on growing. Um, But uh, but really, Robert Greene, everything he does is is, it goes really hand in hand with the martial arts, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. kind of culture and uh teaching and the from my experience of learning um really in this introduction one of the the first things that he he goes you know if you get the book and you read it he really just kind of goes into the human brain about the how the human mind the human brain is one of the best benefits that that we have um that it's our mind is like you know it's like the greatest natural thing um you know one of the most complex things found in nature is a human brain and uh, and I talk on this I I bring it up in other podcasts as well but um, it's really uh, the introduction is really just kind of telling you like if you have a brain that's fully functioning, you have you have you know you have a supercomputer, you have a priceless machine that's in your skull, um, and you need to use it. You need to use it every single day. And the funny thing about it is um, you know lots of times people will think that thinking deeply on something, studying something, um, it's that it can be very boring. It's taxing. It is taxing. It, it will consume energy. Um, but if you do it the right way, and you find something that you enjoy, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is probably it. If you're listening to this podcast, um, it's actually really, really fun. It'll, you know, it, you'll enjoy your life more. It'll enrich your life, and your skills going to go up better um, or faster. So you're going to even enjoy it more because of that but just understand you have a supercomputer. you really do you have you have an amazing thing inside your skull um it's your greatest benefit and um really in the introduction he's really just hammering some points across on how how great the human brain is and um and how adapted adept it is at one of the main benefits is the ability to focus on something. To focus, and this is a thing in modern times that has gone down. Um, you know, there's everything from our social media to apps to TV to video games. Everything, magazines. It's everything is constantly um, stealing our attention, and it's, it's it makes it harder to focus. And I've I've seen some research that says that the the attention span of Americans is going down. That um, that wouldn't be hard to to guess that or think that. Um, this is going to be kind of a, a rewiring, not a rewiring, it's actually your natural wiring of the brain, is to be able to focus on something, it's one of our greatest advantages um, that distinguishes us different uh, from from animals, to be able to focus on something, to be able to delay gratification, to be able to, um, to study a subject, and not only study a subject, but you, in your brain you have what, what are called mirror neur- neurons, so um, not only can you study a subject or can you experience something, you can also watch someone, so I say it all the time when people are first started training in jujitsu or anytime is by watching jujitsu you can learn a lot. And the reason why is we have what are called mirror neurons. So not only can you learn from experience, experiencing something yourself, like sparring yourself or watching a technique yourself uh, sorry sparring yourself or doing a technique yourself but watching other people so you know open mats a great time a sparring time if you're too tired to sit down and um and you know as opposed to getting out on your phone or something like that or just staring out like watching especially higher ranked students uh spar um the reason just a little science not too sciency but mirror neur- neurons will allow you to um kind of project yourself into that position and you can learn uh, you learn a ton by watching um so he's just going over uh, a a lot of these things. Just the sum it up, you got a super supercomputer. Um, mirror neurons are, uh, are are new things that are being kind of discovered. Neuroplasticity as well. Um, the brain's not necessarily hardwired where it can't change at all. It can learn. It can grow. Um, the uh, but then he starts hitting some of the some of these. These things that, I mean, to me it's refreshing because when I read it, like, yes, okay, Um, I've learned it from hours and years and years of training and competition and hundreds, I mean hundreds if not thousands of wrestling, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu matches, uh, kickboxing fights, boxing, uh, MMA fights, uh, sparring rounds. Um, I mean, if you include sparring, it would be in the thousands for sure, Um, but at least hundreds of matches and fights. but he starts he starts hitting some of these things and and if you just started martial arts and you're or you maybe haven't won a big title yet, these are going to be kind of some of the hang ups that you might naturally have and it's not necessarily your fault general society will do it or parents will do it, or you know you just you just don't know any better and you' it's kind of the the um where I grew up say uh must be nice mentality type thing um but uh he he starts talking about basically uh we want a shortcut to everything. Um we want shortcuts, we want we want and again phone apps, all this stuff. We're constantly making things so easy. Um and I'm all for that. Automatize your life as much as possible. Just know that when it comes to actually mastery of a subject, there's not there's not an app for it. There's not a shortcut to it. The only the shortcut to it is the focusing on it, studying it, um, doing it, practice it. Um, what's uh, called deliberate practice, um, the 10,000-hour rule, deliberate practice. Um, not just going through the motions, but actually focusing. That is the closest thing that you have to, quote, a shortcut, um, is actually focusing on when you're drilling, focusing on the rep, focusing on making sure that you're doing it correctly when you're shadow boxing, making sure that your shadow boxing is actually beneficial to you and that you're not just wasting your time. You're not just swinging your arms or throwing knees or swinging your kicks or something like that. When you're when you're drilling komuras, you're actually focusing on the technique, you're making sure that every komura that you drill is proper, you're doing it correctly. You're not just like having a conversation the whole time. You're not you're not wasting your time. You're actually getting something from it. That's going to be your quote shortcut that you can get but a lot of people um have this mindset um let's see I'll I'll bounce around cuz I have parts of the book highlighted um Let's see. This the uh, we'll go into it. Uh, this is a quote from the book. This this hunger for the magical shortcut has survived to our day in this form of simple formulas for success, ancient secrets finally revealed in which a mere change of attitude will attract the right energy. He's referring to the law, the law of attraction. There, um, there is a grain of truth, uh, truth and practicality in all these efforts. For instance, the emphasis in magic on deep focus. So he's just saying there is a grain of truth when you focus on something more and you, you put your mind towards it. You are going to get better at it, but it's not quite like the law of attraction says. You don't just think about something and it just magically appears or uh, lands in your lap. Um, but then it says, uh, but in the end of all this searching uh, is centered on something that doesn't quite – that doesn't exist. The effortless path to practical power, the quick and easy solution, the El Dorado of the mind. Okay, so – um let's see I got a couple more things it says at the same time that so many people lose themselves in endless fantasies they ignore the one real power they actually possess and unlike magic or simplistic formulas we can see the material effects of this power in history the great discoveries and inventions um so basically what he's starting to say there is that there it's n- Basically, it's getting across to you, and I say this all the time to my students, there's there's not these big shortcuts. Um, there's anybody that does try to do it, if you see these YouTube videos or you see these things where they're saying like, oh, it's a quick, uh, you know, everybody knows get rich quick schemes don't work. It's usually some uh, young guys like, and he's got a pull behind him or something. He's talking about how he doesn't work and he's 21 years old. Um, you know, again, I won't go into the business side or anything like that because um, I'm just not qualified enough yet to to speak on that. But I can say in the martial arts side, um, if you see anything like that, they're trying to steal from you. They're trying to rob from you. Um, one other thing that I'll touch on later as well is like if somebody tells you not to study, um, I just got to get this out so I don't forget. If I get on a rant, if somebody tells you not to study jujitsu uh, matches or tournaments or technique, um, avoid their advice. They're, um, that's dangerous. That's really dangerous. That's I never tell my students not to study. Uh, I would really say um watch. I just recommend to study, uh, make sure that you vet the person that you're studying. Make sure that they're, you know, easiest thing is look at the world championships. That's the easiest thing, the easiest things to study. But books. Videos, all these things. Um, a lot of instructors, I'm just going off on this one. A lot of instructors oftentimes will say, Oh, you need to avoid YouTube or you need to not watch uh, jujitsu DVDs or blah, 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 blah. Uh, I'm going to tell you a little secret. It's a dirty part of Brazilian jujitsu. Um, money still uh, brings its ugly, uh, you know, tentacles into the jiu-jitsu world. And um, a lot of instructors, it, it's money or power. So, if someone tells you they don't want you to do that, they might be trying to get money from you. If they're not trying to get money from you, they're trying to get you to be reliant on them for knowledge or power or attention. Um, So I'm never going to tell my students that. Uh, You'll never hear that come out of my mouth. Don't study fights or don't... That's absolutely ridiculous. So if you hear that, please avoid that. Um, Even at the beginning level, um, there are going to be concepts or techniques that you might not understand at the beginning, but I'm all for immersion, um, studying the concepts. Um, The more that you expose Yourself to them the, at the sooner as long as as long as it doesn't frustrate you. If something frustrates you and it makes you just shut down, then you know don't don't stress that. But as long if you're just hungry for it and you want to learn techniques and things like this, study um, please study and avoid anybody that that tells you some of those things. Instructors that do that, they're trying to make money from you. They're trying to get private lessons out of you, or again they're trying to keep you reliant on them to. Um, To only be the source of knowledge, Um, and that's just a power trip. So, um, little side thing on that. Uh, So, you know, he said that there's there's not an El Dorado of the mind. So it's it's the same thing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. There's not a shortcut. There's not a fast thing. Um, The the best shortcut you're going to have is focus. Um, And again, you got the supercomputer um, for a lot of different reasons. Um, Here we go. We got something else. uh, I got so over the century. Another quote over the centuries. People have placed a wall around such mastery. They have called it, quote, genius and have thought of it inaccessible. They have seen it as a product of privilege, inborn talent, or just the right alignment of the stars. Um, so yeah, this is this is dispelling some of those myths in this introduction. We're just going to hit this, go over some things. So yeah, a lot of people think... Um, these it's another reason why I like the book talent is overrated. a lot of people think that um yeah that's uh, someone is very good let's pick gobrigna let's pick Rafael Mendez let's pick Hodger Gracie it doesn't matter who you pick um, none of them have some inborn. Hodger Gracie doesn't was not born with an amazing cross collar choke um, how he got an amazing cross collar choke is by doing the cross collar choke a million times maybe more like fifty thousand times um but from experience in it uh, He talked to instructors He studied with his family members He studied with his training partners And a lot of it was um, self-exploration And sparring Drilling, uh, getting the reps in and, uh, and over time He's developed a nearly impossible Cross-collar choke uh, Rafael Mendez's guard, Cabrinha's guard Same thing, they're impassable guards And the Owl brothers, their they're guards are nearly impassable It's not It's not some innate uh, natural ability um now somebody will look at their physical you know physicalness like they 'll say Hodge gracie's just huge it's like okay all right well you're just going take uh, knock down anything they have you don 't have to be huge to have a cross collar choke. and you 'll say cobriña or Rafael Mendez or are, are they're so flexible or, or something like this um it's not a, it's not a thing of uh, yeah, they are flexible, but it, again, doesn't necessarily mean they were born with that flexibility. They, they cultivate it and they built it over years and, and focus. Um, you could also become very, very flexible as well. that's another thing you want to avoid is anybody that, um, cuts down something because they can't, uh, they can't do it. So don't let somebody, you know, push their. again, myself is included. I will even say sometimes I can't do a certain technique because, um, I don't quite have the mass for to the size um, but i will regularly advise heavyweight students that i have um you know 250 pound student the one technique might work very very well for them but i don't i don't like to project the limiting beliefs on my students so um you know just going into that just know that you is the exact same way anybody that you look at um they were in the exact same position that you were in at uh at some point and um it it, it takes it takes a tremendous amount of time the but not just time but it's actual focus it's it's a good amount of focus so Jumping around a little bit more, um, the the eighty twenty rule. I wrote I a note saying stupid eighty twenty rule. I don't think the eighty twenty rule is stupid. Um, I think it's actually it's it's a good it's a good concept where you you find small habits in your life um, that will make you more efficient. It's a very good thing. The only thing about the eighty twenty that that I that's kind of a slippery slope is that um, people. I've seen this is what i'll say i've seen I've seen and heard people apply it incorrectly to martial arts, so they'll say like uh I can skip this or I can skip that um uh like warm ups for instance. People will skip warm ups and oh we find I'm gonna find what's the most efficient part and that's what I'm doing. Warm ups are really important. Um uh, don't you know, if you're using the eighty twenty of martial arts, just don't use it for the warm ups. They're really important so that you don't get injured. If you get if you get injured, you're gonna stifle your growth. That's gonna be the greatest thing that's gonna stifle your growth is injury. Um your your body you're not gonna be able to train, you're not gonna be able to put time in. Um so just be careful with that 80-20 rule. Don't, don't try to chop out things that you might find boring like the warm-ups. Um, the warm-ups are designed for a reason. One, your body needs to be nice and warm. You don't need to stretch cold. You need to be warm before you stretch. Um, you know, in our classes we do the, the warm-ups, front rolls, back rolls, uh, shrimps, etc. cetera. Uh, a lot of the warm-ups as well are, are basic defensive drills that, that depreciate over time and that have to always be practiced. Um, but the the thing that you'll see oftentimes people that will skip warm-ups also will will get more injuries so the nagging injuries will will, or complications um and it'll just be random things it'll be a calf or it'll be an ankle or it'll be a forearm or it'll be a neck um so again um you know just be careful just yeah be careful the 80 20 just don't go crazy with it too much use it the proper way um so just another another little part kind of hammering uh, across the same point. Um, and this podcast is really going to have one major theme uh, with it um, but uh, this is another quote from the uh, "To the extent that we believe we can skip steps, avoid the process, magically gain power through political connections or easy formulas or depend on our natural talents, we move against this grain and reverse our natural powers um, so he's referring to that in the book a little bit again, just talking about the power of the brain and. Uh, how the brain's uh, formed and how much we can focus. Um, again, it's just hammering away the point. There's, there's not a shortcut. Uh, I say this with my students oftentimes. If you don't train with me and you're listening to this podcast, I say it all the time. If you're in the gym, you probably hear this. Um, Jiu-Jitsu takes a long time to learn, but you'd prefer it that way um, because the skill that you're going to um, – Acquire from it uh, is not going to leave you very easy. It it does does depreciate if you don't practice, but it doesn't leave you um overnight. And the other thing is that someone can't come in. And I, I like that he put the uh, political connections. Um, you can't you can't uh through political connections or financial connections you can't. You can't buy, you can't buy skill. Now there are some bad Brazilian Jiu Jitsu instructors that do um, sell belts. It's a terrible again, again money gets in, its nasty claws into Jiu Jitsu community as well, and that's a, that's a terrible thing. Uh, another side note, I'll say if your instructor or your gym forces you to wear a gi that is a bad sign. That's a bad sign. It's, again, it's a money trip. Um, if they don't want to allow you to cross train with other gyms, that's another issue. Um, that's a that's a nasty money thing. Um, your instructor should be giving a, a good curriculum and should be teaching uh, good stuff. And and also, if they offer a gi, it should be a good quality gi that's, that's stylish and good and um, that people like and they want to wear. Um, if they're forcing you to, it's, it's just out of financial gain. Uh, it's an ugly thing, but um, Again that's the why the gym will never never force uh, anybody to wear our gi. Um let's see the next one. Um mm-mm. Sorry about this. This part I um mm-mm yeah so this this part i have uh highlighted just it, uh, the sentence is the human that de- depended the human that de- depended on focused attention for survival now becomes a distracted scanning animal unable to to think in depth, yet, una- um, yet unable to think in depth, yet unable to depend on its instincts. So earlier in, the, earlier in this chapter, he is discussing that humans are uh, more rational than, than animals. Animals rely just on their instincts. Now, as you uh, get deeper into something, there will be a meld of you will – this happens in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, where as you get more skill – It will not always be rational thought. There will be instincts. Now, that comes down, that's with your drilling. That's what you're building when you're drilling. So right now, if you think drilling's boring, um, just know that what you're doing is you're laying the foundation for your instincts, for jiu-jitsu instincts. Um, What's going to allow you to hit a really good guillotine or omoplata without thinking, um, that is going to be instinctual. Um, That is eventually going to be there. So um, that's what you're working into, drilling. Um, But with a... When we're constantly distracted, and again, phones, Instagram, all these different things, um, it it turns us into a, a distracted, scanning animal, um, and we're we're not able to actually focus on an ideal. We're not able to focus on a goal, um, like getting an armbar good this you know this month. I want to focus on my armbar. Um, you know, if we scan. We can't think in depth. Um, this uh, again, I know it's the same subject hammering it across, but just trying to get it across to everybody. Um, you you your jujitsu is going to get to the point where you're going to be rationally thinking, you're going to be analytically thinking as you're sparring. It's going to be a mixture, but it's also going to be a, um, a a lot of instinct as well. And how you're going to develop that instinct um, for where you need to be, where your body needs to be positioning, weight, everything is going to be through your drilling and through your sparring time. Through drilling and sparring, um, you're gonna you're going to get that natural feel um it's not going to magically appear uh it's going to take some time uh again just a little a little bit about neuroplasticity and um again you can uh it's just touching on neuroplasticity and we can reverse bad habits so this is the silver lining on this is that if you got a bad um got some bad programming from parents or coaches that that told you you know you just weren't quote born with it um, I hate when people say you have to uh, uh I hate when people say yeah you can't teach you have to be born tough or something like that. it's like uh, these things are nonsense um, n- neuroplasticity touches on uh you can reverse bad habits and you can reverse your passivity so if you are in a, a state where it's hard for you to focus on something it's hard for you to uh, put attention on something you can do it um, but, um, you know, jujitsu might be something that helps you, you know, you start focused on jujitsu and then other things in your life, you can you know, kind of trans transmute that into other things as Napoleon Hill would say, um, in some of his things. So, um, uh, this book also, as well, as we go into it, it's a, it's going to be a lot of studies of, um, like Mozart and Leonardo da Vinci and, uh, uh, people that were masters of their time. And, um, one of the reasons why he goes into this, and even in this chapter, um, why there are fewer masters um, in, in l- previous time in uh, in history, there are less masters, is there were there were more limitations to to becoming a master or getting the knowledge. Because um, to become a master, it takes a tremendous amount of time, practice, but you need a lot of knowledge. You need libraries, and one of the coolest things. Um, Nowadays is that we have we have you know practically every bit of human knowledge in our pocket in our self, uh, with our cell phone. most time we just use it as distractions so um again, that's why I really say study jits is gonna help a lot um The only problem with that is that we have more distractions than ever that so it actually can be more difficult so if you're one of the people that that takes the whole point of this podcast is gonna be um really the the f- focusing on your drilling, focusing on your studying um, that, that you will have a distinct advantage. You're going to have uh you are going to learn at a much faster rate because now, even though we have all this knowledge that's, that's open for everybody, you can watch right now. If you wanted to watch the 2000, you know, 15 Jitsu world championships, you could go watch it for free. You could watch every single match. Um, it's going to, it might take, you know, a cup of coffee and you sit there and you enjoy it. Um, it's going to be difficult, you know, to do at the beginning. Um, but if you're really, really interested, you have that ability. Um, and, and previous times in history, it just wasn't there. You, you know, you would have to be born to a certain class. You would have to be born to royalty or, you know, have to be a firstborn son or something, um, et cetera. You know, if you were just born in the jungle, it just wouldn't be available. Um, And uh, and it's one of the reasons why in in history there were so... so few masters and why they stand out so so much um, is it, it was more difficult. Um, now you could say that it's easier to become a, a master at a, a skill level n- nowadays, and even martial arts you could say it as well, or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu because you know in the 80s and 90s there were no instructionals, there were no books, there was no YouTube. You had to really, really, um, really search and kind of and go talk to instructors, different things like this. Now it's because it's free and it's just available. Um, it actually might be more difficult because when things are free oftentimes people uh, uh, value it less um so just don't fall into that um don't uh fall into that pitfall let's see yeah okay uh again yeah so uh, i'm trying not i'm gonna try not to go into everything too much because a lot of things I underlined um I like uh when I find things that that this is confirmation bias, obviously, but, um, again, he's, he's just really hammering across the point, um, to, uh, there's a lot of pitfalls. A lot of people find, um, disciplined work. A, um, a lot of my podcasts or when I'm teaching, I'll, I'll suggest, you know, taking notes or writing down your diet or write, you know, taking a food journal or writing down your reps, all these things. A lot of people, um, well, finding falling these pitfalls where they 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 don't enjoy it or they they don't like these things or you know, you know, you want to kind of change that mindset. Um, like uh, right here is an example. He says, uh, says many take this change in value to, uh, a step further, giving their passivity a positive veneer. So uh, they romanticize the self-destructive artist who loses control of him or herself. Anything that smacks smacks of discipline or effort seems fussy or passe. What matters is is feeling behind the artwork, and any hint of craftsmanship or work violates this principle. They come to accept things that are made cheaply and quickly. The idea that they might have to expend much effort to get what they want has been eroded by the proliferation of devices that do so much of the work for them, fostering the idea that they deserve all of this, that This is their inherent right to have and consume what they want. Quote, why bother working for years to attain mastery when we have so much power with very little effort? Technology will solve everything. So this could be an example of... of, of. Of apps and technology making us lazier, um, and then also uh, our laziness or being passive in things uh, bleeding over to other things. So I I know if it doesn't interest you to take notes or it doesn't interest you to to write down you know how much you're drilling or what you're focusing on or journaling anything with jujitsu, you don't have to do it. All I'm gonna suggest is that if you look at it and you kind of have like a disgust of it, like oh look at that person they're being an overachiever or something like that. Um, uh, check that. You might want to check your, your, um, Your mental programming that you have uh set there like question yourself like why do i have that mental programming um because the funny thing is again if you do start taking notes you start thinking about it more you start watching these studies um you're actually going to enjoy your jujitsu more and you're going to learn faster i know i keep just repeating myself of that um trying to get a point across obviously this is uh this this podcast is for my students of course and the idea is that i i say these things all the time and if if you're one of the students that you know talks with me after class you've probably heard me already say this um this is for all the students that you know we might have a class that's completely full you know we have three or four classes a day and i can't say this every i can't say this four times a a day i'll uh my vocal cords will go out so this is again so that i i want all my students uh, one of my goals is uh jujitsu instructors i want to i want to actually teach you not just techniques but i want to teach you how to learn if i can teach you how to learn Jujitsu? then, um, then you will continue to learn. And the, the really cool thing is that you're going to not just, you're going to teach me, you're going to help teach everybody else. And, um, and I, I actually don't want you to be just reliant on me to teach you technique. Um, again, if somebody does, they're on a little power trip thing, avoid those people. I don't want you to be reliant on me. Um, because you have your own unique, um, you know, genetic code that's different than mine. The way that you look at Jujitsu is going to be, it's gonna always gonna it, no matter what, even if you're one of my students, it's still gonna be different than the way that I look at it. The way that you do a particular guard pass is gonna be different and, and and we need we need difference. We need variables, we need um we need everybody's individuality to come out. So again, I don't want you to be a clone of me. I want you to act I want to actually teach you how to how to how to learn and then eventually you will learn how to uh kinda of to teach yourself. Um, so to speak, um, and then uh, and you'll you'll help more people. So um, let's see. Okay, so this is, this will be the last one I promise to hammer in. Uh, but Robert Greene is going hard on this introduction. He's just really trying to get this point across to you. And of course, it's the beginning, it's the introduction, so he's trying to get you focused on the book. But this little bit, last little bit, quote: um, uh, "You must convince yourself of the following. People get the mind and quality of." of brain that they deserve through their actions in life so that's the last one hammering it down just if anybody tells you that you're stupid or you know something about your iq is terrible or something like that um ignore it um you really do get the quality of, the, of your brain of what you put in so the things that you listen to the podcasts you listen to the type of food you eat how much you sleep how much you focus and the same way that goes with your brain the same thing with your jujitsu. so um, kind of uh ignore those limiting beliefs um type thing and um and the the last little bit that I have is uh just this with the brain power um this way of thinking uh basically eliminating these uh, these limiting beliefs on uh that you that you have a limitation that uh that Michael Jordan has something in his mind or his brain that you don 't have um or something like that is it's, it's um uh, it 's not it's not a good way to think. Um, you're just gonna you're gonna stifle yourself, and we need we need more experts. We we need more genius um, nowadays. More people can achieve genius, and especially in Brazilian jiu than ever before. Um, but this uh, he does say this is a power and intelligence that must be continually renewed, or it will die. Um, so it's. It, it will depreciate you have to constantly focus on you have to cultivate it you have to study um and you and if you're training jiu-jitsu consistently you know three days a week it, it is cultivating it is it is growing um so i i know this podcast might just come off as like a little positive self a uh, little pep talk or anything and if um you're one of my students that hangs out after class you've probably heard me say a lot of these things but um this is just the introduction to to mastery. Um, going to go deeper into it. Going to go through apprenticeship. Going to go to into the experimental phase um, later on to another podcast um, and and how that goes and what you're going to do with some of the things that you're going to experience and then ultimately mastery when you start to see everything kind of um, everything melds together and things you don't have to think about things as much. I'm um, going to walk through it. Um, it'll be kind of like a book review. I'd highly suggest to to, to check it out. Again, I'm going to do it through a jujitsu lens. Um, Things to take away with this one. I know that uh he was really just hammering down really, really hard in the introduction over um the the capability of your brain and what you can do. Um I I really want my students to just uh get rid of the limiting beliefs. Um it's one of my pet peeves I can't stand. And uh and it's something I've even I've heard a lot of times in my life is that um that you have to I've heard people give it a compliment to me. They say I'm very driven very laser focused. And um, to tell you the truth, it is, I am driven. I am very, very focused in things. Uh, I just, I find things that that highly interests me, but I'm not going to lie. It is very hard to stay motivated. It takes a lot of practice. Um, and I'll do a, I'll do a podcast on that as well. If somebody needs help with motivation on, um, there, there is a formula to when you fall out of motivation, um, or you're completely demotivated, you're completely down, how you can bring yourself back up, but just know that there's nothing special. It's, um, it's not quote a a God given talent type thing. And, uh, and the reason why I noticed as when I was younger, I used to believe that it was that. And through practice and through training, um, I actually had to learn the mindset and, and it was not necessarily taught to me. I, I learned it through reading, through interviews, through books. Um, so if you don't have the mindset right now, it's okay. It's not necessarily your fault. Um, you've just maybe never been exposed to it. Um, the first thing we gotta do, though, is we gotta get rid of that. And uh, if you're just starting Brazilian Jiu Jitsu and you're listening to this, or you've been training six months, or you just had a tournament, you lost a tournament, or you just won a tournament, um, or you're seeing you're seeing somebody, again, Rafael Mendez or Cobrinha, two of my favorite guys, um, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu practitioners, or Hadja Racy or Bouchesha. Um, don't look at, you know, it's good to respect them, but don't look at them as if they have something something that you don't have, um, you, you have the exact same thing. So I know this one's coming off as a a positive motivation one. Um, you do need some positive motivation every so often. All of us do, um, little pep talk, but, um, it's not, it's not just a pep talk. It's rooted in science. It's rooted in neuroplasticity. Um, so uh so uh maybe just getting rid of some of those uh negative kind of vibes but um yeah uh, going forward um gonna hit more on the the mastery and uh we'll also hit some uh, sun tzu and some uh, 33 strategies of war and some uh talent is overrated things uh like that uh also gonna do uh stay tuned do the habib Nurmagomedov and the conor mcgregor breakdown that'll be a cool podcast episode and um yeah, Uh hope everybody has a uh, good, uh, well, the weekend's over. So training tomorrow, we'll have uh, Monday, working on attacking from side control. So we're done with all that guard work. We'll be back to uh, back to uh, general preparedness training, and uh, we'll be getting ready for the next tournament coming up. And we'll be working on attacks from side control this week. And uh, see everybody this week. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks.